0: Welcome back. I am Joshua Sturba, and you're listening to another episode of Acts of 20, Love and Fate, Episode 6, the podcast that discusses all sets of things spiritual, cerebral, and scientific. This episode, we are talking about general advice about relationships, friendships, and life lessons. Um, So, as we know, life is just absolutely chock full of these things, and I've got a few stories here and a few questions, uh, mostly about advice. Um, I know it's been a while since I've made a recording, but took a a little break there, Uh, but now I'm back Um, Again, this uh, podcast is open for your questions, your stories, or if you need advice about something Um, I mean, I'm not a licensed psychologist or anything, but you know, I'll try And if you think um, what's coming out of my mouth makes even the tiniest modicum of sense, then feel free to use it Um, Okay, so this one is titled... How, Oh boy, How do I get support if my girlfriend is physically abusing me? Oh man, okay, <laughs> like right off of the bat. Like that's a, that's a deep question. Like uh, first of all, I, I you know, who I, I think we can universally say that everyone is against abuse, at least some kind of abuse. Um, I'm definitely one of those people that I, and I am against like mental or emotional abuse, especially. Physical abuse um, is more common, not saying it can't happen, of course, of course, but it's pretty common for the female to be a victim of this, right? And, uh, domestic abuse, for example, yeah, these people aren't married, this is boyfriend and girlfriend, but uh, in this case, it looks like it's the male who is being physically abused. So, hello, I am 22 years old male, and she is 23 years old female, okay, three years ago, I unexpectedly met my current girlfriend during a camping trip and we got to know each other very quickly and we started talking and going on dates. All right. Sounds good so far. She seemed like the most perfect girl ever, often mentioning that no one gives her a chance because she looks muscular or big. She used to spend most of her free time in the gym until the pandemic. So, you know, I can, I can relate to that, you know, in terms of like you want to keep working out even though you're cooped up and you can't go to like public buildings anymore i know some gyms are opening around here but i'm pretty sure it's like sparse and people are cleaning things constantly and you're wearing your mask so if you're comfortable with running on a treadmill with a mask on you can do that you know um but it's a shame that no one gives her a chance because of because of her musculature um if anything going to the gym tells me that this person has a lot of discipline you know and commitment anyway i'm digressing about a year later I moved into her house okay see that's that's where <laughs> I wouldn't do that like um, I, I I know people in, in like uh, younger folks anyway might think like moving in is a uh, a viable move to see if you're compatible inside the house um, but I am of course a, a Christian and I do follow um, the advice of the Bible and advice from the Bible is it, it applies really well to today right like uh you know like if you're not married you can't do these things right i don't have to get into detail but when you think about it in today's um context you could see how that advice is actually very smart um and practical so move moving in is something i would have done wouldn't have done but okay, you know let's keep going when I moved in, everything was fine, but she slowly started to isolate me from my family and friends without me really realizing. Okay, pause again. <laughs> I'm pausing after every sentence. And that's because there's a lot of information and implied knowledge in each sentence. So, um, isolating from family and friends. You know That right there is one of the classic signs of abuse in a relationship, uh, emotional abuse, emotional manipulation um, and and if you type in like you know signs that you're being uh, emotionally abused or mentally abused in a relationship, that isolating from family and friends is one of the very first things abusive people do, is to make you feel like you're completely alone, and and this person is um, your only uh, support structure. Like you can't turn to anyone else for advice. You can't run away to anyone. Um, no one is there to give you another. Perspective on how how these things are how it really is and that you should leave this person, right? If you have no support structure, you're basically forced to stay with this person because you're too afraid to go anywhere else So that's a very classic uh, sign of uh, an abusive relationship Okay Afterwards she started to sort of physically abuse me Pushing me a bit lightly dragging me somewhere at first. I didn't mind it too much but over the two years living with her, the abuse has gotten worse and worse. Um, it feels like I have marks and bruises on my body permanently. Holy moly! Okay, getting through that sentence was difficult. Uh, like marks, bruises. Like yeah, I understand that. But then you say permanently. Like what? What has she done? Like I have scars from a long time ago, but that wasn't someone like pushing me around. That was because I I did something stupid and fell down some stairs or you know cut my knee really badly on the pavement but if someone's if someone's putting those marks and bruises on you permanently you know I, again right there uh this person might not realize it at the time if especially if you're young yeah but this is a very abusive thing to do uh three days ago she she struck me in the ribs with a chair so hard that i thought some were actually broken hmm I finally decided to call the police and an ambulance. Okay, good, smart move. Chair to the ribs, definitely abuse. They arrived and the paramedics barely checked me out and told me and the police that my ribs were fine. So the officers thought that I'm lying. Okay, so I'm getting the idea here that it's like this, one of the disadvantages to uh, the patriarchy, meaning uh, like males in this context anyway. Are not supposed to have strong emotion toward anything and that a female cannot possibly abuse a male. And I want to say, I don't know, maybe on average that's true because men are stronger, just from a physiological standpoint. I'm not saying uh, anything demeaning about women, but on average, yes, the average woman is weaker than the average man. Uh, and, you know, a lot of guys, anyway, got this idea in their head that you can't be abused by someone who's female because you're stronger but of course they leave out the the psychological manipulations that could be happening and they kind of do away with your feelings your emotions so when you say you're being emotionally abused they don't listen to that it's like be a man man up stop worrying about it get over it it's not that big of a deal all these things but when in fact you're receiving abuse and you're stuck in it for years like i'm saying this from experience um uh, I never had someone hit me in the ribs, like if I had physical marks, like signs of physical abuse, you'd think you'd get the attention of you know, the paramedics or the police. But uh, the next sentence kind of says it all. I showed the officers my other bruises, but my girlfriend made some story that I'm a drunk at night, and f- or a drunk and fight with others, and they believed her and just left. Since then, the abuse has gotten worse. It's horrible. I don't know what to do because people don't seem to believe me, don't know how or who to ask for help. Okay, so I'm gonna call you Jim. Jim, um, it looks like you've already identified that this relationship is very abusive. Um, You also told us that you've moved in, so you're living with this person, and you're trying to convey that you're being abused but no one believes you. So what I would do, if you can, the very first thing you do is get out of the apartment or wherever you're living. Like reverse the moving situation. If you have to like hire a service, because you can do that around where I live. I live near Cambridge, Massachusetts. There's moving services, excuse me, services everywhere. And uh, you know, if you wanna move something like a mile and you have another apartment ready to go and you don't have a lot of big stuff like couches or moving a refrigerator, um, that could be done in like three hours, four hours. Again, I'm speaking from experience, I was am amazed. I was like, I'm never moving by myself or getting my family members to help me move ever again. I'm just going to pay the three, four hundred dollars. I mean, again, it was totally worth it. To be fair, I am a bachelor living in a one-bedroom apartment, and I don't own a lot of big things, um, so that might have been easy. And you know, I'm moving like less than a mile away. Um, I moved just because the rent was better. And okay, anyway. Yeah, I would try getting an apartment or somewhere temporary where you can hold your stuff like a friend or family and just, I don't know, quietly start moving your stuff over there. And then, yeah, just one day, just like, just, just disappear. <laughs> just go. If you're being physically abused, like being emotionally abused is one thing. You could try to talk. But if she's physically abusing, you I would just get out. Just go somewhere else. And once you're safe and somewhere else, and hopefully she does not know where you are right you're not telling her of course Jim you know stay quiet about that but if they do figure it out you know you got to come up with a strategy at that point like keep the doors locked have a camera set up like record Uh, I always believed in um, if it wasn't recorded it did not happen so that can pertain to like emails at work or like a dash cam footage of someone hitting your car you not hitting them but they hit you um, or, or like voice recording a conversation um, so far as voice recording I know in a lot of states that that recording cannot be used in court if you did not inform the other party that you're recording now I'm, I'm not talking about suing though I'm talking about just I don't know, showing your friends and family you can prove to them with the recording like it's pretty clear to them because they know you personally you might not be able to introduce that into a uh, you know a court setting Uh, But you know if you had like footage like a camera like she starts smashing on your door or something This sounds like the kind of person that would do that if you had a camera pointed there, you know You could totally you know say like um, well, I wasn't recording her specifically just You know, I have a, a wise camera pointed outside and I you know You can Bluetooth it on your phone and record on your phone and and it has audio as well So you can pick up all of that and that would be pretty black and white, you know if if the camera caught you being physically abused, but yeah, get out, go somewhere that you know. Hopefully you have a support system. If you don't, just get just find like a cheap place to stay temporarily. I don't know if you can put all of your things in your car. If you have a car, you didn't really mention if you have a car or not. Um, uh, so, and then and then once you're safely away, if you want, you can give this person some closure. Like, I don't know if you're. You picked this up but i'm definitely implying that you end that relationship right now it's there's nothing that's worth it you know you've told us like all the things she's done to you and i feel like and if everyone would agree that that should end and you also didn't tell us one good thing about this person and I'm, i'm not saying there's not good things about this person but the fact that you didn't mention anything yet and that's the end of the message by the way um kind of tells me that yeah, she's not really contributing anything positive to you, ever. And, and if that's the case, then it's even more reason to get out, you know? Uh, uh, so I, ho- I hope that helps. If you manage to get a recording of the abuse happening, you can in a legal way, you can have that as your proof, your evidence, which you can show to either your friends and family or, like, the authorities. And then, uh, you know, I already mentioned this. Just getting out, getting physically far away as you can, so that she can't hurt you anymore. And and I totally understand, like, if you're if you're a guy, you really do not want to retaliate against physical abuse. Because these people that are willing to abuse you, if you retaliate, doesn't matter if you're they're a, a woman or a guy, if you retaliate, they will be more than happy to shout about how you abuse them and how they're the victim and basically turn everything on you. So it doesn't sound like you were tempted to do something like that, so that's good. Don't retaliate like that. Just cut off, and you know, if you want to send a letter or something like we're over, or a text you know, that shows how old I am, right? Send a letter, uh, send it. It's like like we're over, and then change your number, get get a new phone. I don't know. Try to uh, shut off as many points in your life that she can gain access to you. Okay. Well, that 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 was a hard one. Let's go to another one. Okay, um, this okay. This one here. This looks interesting. So this is titled. This may sound petty and not a big deal, but dot dot dot. Okay, so this one's probably not as intense as the previous one, which is fine. I need a break. Uh, my teacher gave us a task to post quotes from influential people. Uh, with our own opinions on popular social media platforms, and part of the grading is how much likes, I think they mean many, likes, comments, and shares there are in our posts. The problem is I'm not active in social media, nor do I have a proper account. Okay, Uh, (laughs) I I suppose that makes sense. Like uh, I, I, I assume that almost all young people are active on some kind of social media platform and or has a phone that can access said social media platforms. So uh, if you don't have one, like uh, I'm guessing you just um, aren't interested in that kind of thing or you don't want to be tracked or information being mined about you, I guess, you know, and that's totally your choice. And I respect that. It's really hard to not be on social media because if you consider things like LinkedIn social media and you want to get a nice job, you know, that's how you're going to make your connections. Kind of have to. Um, You could limit the amount of information that's on there Um, but a a Project from school based on something that you don't have uh, My first thought is just go to the teacher and explain Um, But maybe maybe you did so there's more to read my classmates have already done it except for me They asked all their friends and other people to like their posts and give comments which makes me feel a bit jealous since I never have the courage to ask people to do something like that. Okay, what makes me feel jealous the most is not that they're all popular, but the fact that they've already finished with the task and maybe got some good grades. I've already found a quote and made an essay about it, but I'm having anxiety to what would I get when I finally post it tomorrow. No matter the outcome, I hope it's all worth it. And I really, really hope that I won't mind the result at all, whether it's a good or bad thing. Okay, and then that, that's the end. So, okay, that's really interesting. Um, I, In addition to talking to the teacher, I would definitely try to work through someone maybe, like some, can someone like post something on your behalf, if that's possible. You know, that would kind of get around the fact that you don't have social media. If it must be on yours, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can make a, like a temporary Instagram account or something and then just, you know, put the bare minimum information on there or you don't even have to tell the truth on everything. Like you can make up a, a surname that's fake or something or input an email, like your throwaway account email and whatever, and then just, just friend the people in your class and then just, you know, it doesn't seem like I hope not. I hope this isn't the case. It doesn't seem like you're being graded on how many likes and comments your post has. I really hope that that's not the thing that the teacher is implying here. Because that would just be so unfair. Like, basically, the less popular you are in school, the, the lower the grade, which is... I really don't agree with that. Um, that wasn't said anywhere in here, so I'm assuming that's not. And if that's the case, then, you know, whatever. I suppose like uh, if you're not getting likes or comments it tells me that probably no one's seeing it I I can't say that for sure like seeing it and not liking it but you know if it doesn't have a lot of attention and you're kind of embarrassed about it or whatever then you know hopefully that helps like it's not being seen by many people and if it's independent of likes and comments then you should get a good grade based on what you wrote so I would say just just post it. You don't have to friend anyone. (laughs) Just have no friends post it and then just say, oh, I got zero likes and zero comments. Oh well. Um, In in terms of other people though, uh, like being popular, or you said you're not jealous of their popularity, but the fact that they're done. Okay, right there. You kind of answered your own question. You don't care about the likes and comments on this post. You care just to finish it and get a good grade. And uh, based on how you write, you know, your grammar is pretty good. Your punctuation is consistent. Some, some words are a little mixed up, but, but it seems like your uh, comprehension is pretty solid. So what you wrote is probably going to get a good grade, in my opinion. I, I have no idea who you are or <laughs> like what you're doing. I'm just saying that based on very little. So uh, I feel like you would get a good grade. So it looks like you also added the quote. So here's the quote. Uh, I'm reading the message. Here's the quote. Uh, Appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. By Voltaire. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, I'm assuming this is someone that's like famous or semi-famous. But I I don't really recognize the name. And that's fine. That's a great quote. Appreciation being a wonderful thing. Like uh, I imagine what... It means in regards to belonging to us as well is that we kind of get the share and, and the joy and energy of, of what's being appreciated, like an artist making something really pretty, and the artist shows it to everyone, like you know, like him. We're all looking at the painting, so in that sense, we're all kind of equally enjoying what's there in front of us, and you know, the artist of course is going to get credit because he or she you know made it but we can all kind of enjoy it equally um, as like many people are beholding one thing you know and that's true for like pretty much any of the arts if you're in the music or like you, you know you're a dancer or something usually there's a select few and a lot of people watching right that's kind of the whole point about uh, okay so let's go to another one this one says first forgotten birthday ooh okay so today is my 22nd birthday and nobody has remembered oh man, I'm so sorry, you know, like, I, I don't know how long ago this was, but, you know, I'll, I'll wish you a happy birthday, you know, I know I'm a complete stranger, but, you know, I really hope that someone picks you up there in that regard, uh, I, I've totally have been there myself, and it, it, it does really, it doesn't feel good, you know, it's like, oof, but, you know, maybe Maybe you just have to find people that appreciate you more. You know, Just look for those people in your life, the ones that really love you. Um, let me finish the rest of the uh, message here. It's not that long. So nobody has remembered. I was expecting it. Okay, so you're expecting it. So I was expecting it, but it's hurting a lot more than I realized. I haven't been this lonely before, really struggling in lockdown uh, over this year. Not sure how to pick up myself Or feel even slightly relevant to anyone any advice Uh, okay so like I said that the implication that's being made when no one says happy birthday to you either means one of two things is one they remembered but they don't care enough or two they forgot I want to say a lot maybe 80% are people that just forgot right still it still feels awful but i'm trying to show you that um in regards to the 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 other reason like they know and choose not to say happy birthday i don't know there's some really awful people out there i guess if that's the case um but i want to say most of them forgot as opposed to being malicious like they're going out of their way or or not i guess in this case inaction to make you feel bad um okay so you know again that's a small help, I suppose, tiny, tiny a tiny bit, um, and so people forgot. I I would maybe try putting your birthday maybe at least like the day and month on social media, if you're willing to do that, or maybe just tell some people verbally, uh, or bring it up, like, like mention it if you're in school, right? Maybe you can mention it to the teacher, maybe they notice that it's your birthday, and um, I, you know some students do do that. I don't know how to how to bring it up like smoothly like it just came out of nowhere um, But yeah, it's one of those things that you kind of have to share verbally and if you Run into people in your life that are pretty good about keeping things in line Like they have a really solid calendar like they use Google Calendar a lot They will put your birthday down and have it repeat yearly so that you they know and when it comes to all of my family members and the people that I love, friends, I, I'll put their birthdays on my calendar and I'll make sure to observe that, you know, scan ahead a few weeks and say, oh, oh so-and-so's birthday is coming up. I better get something. Because um, we all forget. And unless I write things down, it, it's very easy for me to forget things. Like I, I have my, like, for example, my brother's birthday, it's memorized, but that's because like... I grew up with them. They're the people I've known, the literally the longest, besides my parents. So if I didn't know, shame on me, right? Um, do they know my birthday? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my younger brother knows, but my older brother doesn't. Anyway, sorry, Cliff. Um, maybe you do. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. You know. And on the next episode, I'll I'll make sure that uh, you know I fix that situation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Going back to the problem at hand, I would. Just trying to find people that would appreciate you more, right? Everyone has something to bring to the table. I don't know how close you are to your family. Talk to them more. I don't know if you have a BFF. Talk to them more about it. Um, Maybe just say, like, look, I know you missed saying happy birthday to me, but can you please remember, like, next year? Like, that would be really great. Of course, you are not... Just receiving things, right? You got to do stuff too, actively give back. For example, did you say happy birthday to them on their birthday? I don't know. You didn't say either way. It kind of tracks that if you didn't say happy birthday to anyone, no family members, no friends, then why would they say happy birthday back? Right? Like you got to give along with take i believe in giving more than taking that's just kind of my personality as a person but if i'm not putting anything if i'm not sowing anything my reap will be very sad (laughs) i'm not going to get a lot so i try to be my best um for people and i'm not of course doing it so they can say happy birthday to me on my birthday i'm doing it because it's the right thing to do and you know they i kind of kind of like Spreading love because that means they will be more likely to do the same to somebody else in the future Man, you're kind of teaching by example, and I really feel like the world needs more of that So try to be more involved in people's lives try to be like more relevant in their life help them out You know, you don't have to go overboard, but you know, just help a little more, you know Do some things that are unsolicited when you help them out Um, Again, I don't know your exact situation or where you're from but, yeah, you know, just try to involve yourself like that. Alright, and then one more question. I think this will be good. I'm an atheist. I didn't choose to be this way. If I could believe in Christianity, I would. I just can't for some reason. Okay. It was a long title, but that pretty much says it all. So this person does not believe in a deity. That, you know, just so the listeners are being educated here. So you guys atheist doesn't mean anti-theist right just keep that in mind a lot of atheists just kind of do their own thing you never hear them but it's only the verbal atheists that kind of make everyone else look bad and that's true pretty much in every single aspect of life right there are like bad christians and it's like oh you're making us look so bad to everyone um there are a lot of smart people out there that know that one person does not represent the whole but a lot of people, a lot more people believe otherwise, and that's just the unfortunate reality of things. So they don't believe, this person does not believe in in God, and I didn't choose to be this way. So you didn't choose to be an atheist? Okay, that's my first question. Like, not believing in something is a choice, right? Like, I really like the concept of dragons, but I don't believe in dragons. When I first learned about dragons, I was like, are they real? When I found out they're not, I'm like, I don't have to believe in them anymore you know what i mean it's kind of like i don't know like the truth fairy or something like they tell you truth fair is not real but you can make a choice there i mean the overwhelming evidence is that they're not but it's still something that i'm made in my own head but okay so you were given no choice but to be an atheist okay if i could believe in christianity i would i just can't okay okay that's fair i mean sometimes you sometimes people are just locked in not necessarily for some sort of logical reason that we could point out but for like an emotional one or something like that, something underlying. So let's let's read your message. okay I feel like religion is like politics. You don't really choose what you believe. your brain unconsciously decides for you okay okay I understand what you're saying. Um, if you want to argue that your your subconscious or you said your unconscious brain, as not p- being part of you like <laughs> i would say if it's in your subconscious it is part of you it's in your brain it's literally in your brain um whether or not you agree with it is one thing but it's still coming from your head but let's say that there's someone in our heads and it's not you right where the in in a neurological or in neurobiological terms that's called the executive part of the brain the cortex the outermost layer that kind of Takes in all the information um, and, and kind of decides on what to do. For example, you put your hand on a hot stove, your, uh, p- your pain receptors will very c- uh, quickly tell your brain that, like, how oh, that's very painful. You should move your hand, and the information gets to your executive mind, the executive part of your mind, and you receive the pain signal and you decide, sometimes reflexively, to m- move your hand away and uh, so that's you reacting to information coming into your head but whether or not you meant to move your hand you still want to move your hand it's it's a that's a very good idea but you're reacting to information that came into you now if you want to say that reflex is not you you know i don't know i would argue that like people train to suppress reflexes all the time or instincts you know like military or police officers right You, you get specific training to overcome things that would normally make another person pause but you know once you train yourself I think you would still call that part of yourself um, but anyway so this person believes that his choice is, it's out of his hands I would love to be okay so I'm gonna continue <laughs> sorry I would love to be a Christian Christians always seem at peace and optimistic because they think that higher powers have plans and reasons for everything I would love that but I just can't believe it can't believe that one man created the universe and everything in it. Okay, I'm gonna stop right there. Ecclesiastes the and the Christian members don't believe that God is a man. I'm just gonna stop, get that out of the way right now. Okay, moving on. Um, I can't believe that a bunch of dead people have an impact on our lives. I can't believe that we remain conscious in any way after we die. I just can't believe it. Um, it sucks, especially at this time of year. I feel like I should embrace it, but I don't want to be that guy. My family is very Christian, so I always feel belittled around this time of year. Okay, and that's the end of the message. All right, so um, now I'm gonna clear up a, f- a few things. So you you want to believe. Okay, I'd say that's a pretty large part of being a Christian, or starting to be one. I mean, because you know you can't make someone Christian, and you can't make someone atheist if they don't really want to. So the want has to be there. So your want is there. Um, you can't believe that one man created the universe. Um, so I said already, we don't believe God is a man. We believe the Father is God and him alone, just the Father. Jesus Christ is a man and only a man and never was part of anything else um, in, in terms of like a state of being. Because, you know, the Bible doesn't. It never explicitly says that. There are some verses that you can argue might sound like it, but you know I'll debate you <laughs> if, if you think otherwise. Feel free to message me. Um, so God made everything in it. I have, I have something to say about that. So from a scientific perspective, we will never have an answer about how things came to be. It's just a limit of our reality, us living in the reality, and coming up with a system to explain that reality. Like There's a lot of ways to explain reality, not just science. I hope everyone knows that like science is a way a path to knowledge but there's also like philosophy for example and religion these are other ways to look at the world like buddhist monks right they don't do anything science related they just eat, exist do good and then meditate and try to you know build their brain up to do whatever right very quiet life um there are people who abide by philosophies by people in the past you know, these people are, hopefully they're good, and these people are following things that help society as a whole. And, and you know, other cultures will have their own creation stories, stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of ways to see the world. There's not just one. Okay, so with that said, science cannot explain the beginning of the universe. It, like, how do I say this? Like, okay, the Big Bang, Right? I, I do remember mentioning the Big Bang before in a previous episode. But yeah, why couldn't God have created the Big Bang? Right? Like, if that's what science is pointing at, like this Big Bang is the most, at this point, the most likely explanation for the existence of everything, why couldn't God just create the Big Bang? Like, I don't want to see why God can't do that. Why you, why you can't leave room, I guess, in your explanation for something like that to happen. Because every time, every time you try to go back farther, with the creation of things, you know, it's like where did the Earth come from? Okay, it, it formed over millions of years from, I guess, like stardust and gravity, right? And it compressed over time. Okay, where did that stardust come from? Uh, stars. <laughs> okay, where did the stars come from? Like you know, some some smaller molecules, I suppose. Like okay, so where did those molecules? Where do those trillions of molecules come from? And that's kind of where you stop. Like You keep going back and then you're against a wall here and you can't really say where the very first thing, whatever it is, comes from. I have heard some uh, explanations that I really don't understand, but they're basically arguing that something can come from nothing. Now, I challenge these people on the definition of quote-unquote nothing, because every time they say nothing it's it's not there, there's something there <laughs> like they're they're fitting into the definition of the word nothing with something and that's where everything came from like well isn't that just another thing like how does no no thing, nothing come from anywhere right well oh, i got that back so how does something come from nowhere if you start with nothing how does the first thing start we don't know science really cannot explain it Now, I'm not saying that that alone proves God, but it's a pretty good reason to believe in him, though, in my opinion. Like, science is trying to find a way to explain reality, and we're limited in our reality. You know, who created time? And someone might say time is a human concept. Then you know, I agree with that. But couldn't you, like, couldn't God treat time like hallway? You know, if he's omniscient, can't he just, like, go down the hallway to another time? You know, for example, like time is just another way of saying where, right? If I, if I tell you, I'm at this address and you come in the morning, I'm not there because I'm at work, right? You have to say, I'm at, I'm at this address at this time. Okay, there's, there's like that fourth coordinate you needed to find me. So time is just another place, another way of saying where something is or when something is. That's the meaning of space-time, by the way. When scientists say space-time, they're just putting those together um space and time that is so you know god existing that makes sense and it's possible in that logic because god is an all-knowing being he can do anything he created everything including the laws of physics and 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 uh people and the planets and maybe the big bang molecules cells stuff like that the building blocks of life um and what made life possible. And when someone asks, where, or sorry, where did God come from? That's like the entire point, right? God has no beginning or end. He, he is the Alpha and the Omega. There's no like, when God, for example. There's nothing like that for God. There's no when, because God's not subject to time. It's not like time passes for God. He can be everywhere, every when, all at the same time. And he knows everything. And he created everything. In terms of like that That logic, I hope you're following me, there's definitely room for God to exist. And that's how I think of it. Like Science can never really answer that question. Okay, and then you said, uh, I can't believe a bunch of dead people have an impact on our lives. Um, I'm not sure what you mean there. Uh, this person sounds Catholic to me in terms of, or not, not Catholic, but... Any religion, I suppose, that says that you go to heaven like immediately, right away after you die. And and that's not true. There are some verses that pretty clearly say, like I don't even have to interpret, it pretty unambiguously says that when people die, they have nothing to do under the sun. They're, They're asleep. They have no thoughts. Their hate, their love, dies. So how could somebody Who can't think, who can't love, who can't hate, who can't come out of the grave because they can't do anything under the sun, communicate with you in any way or go to heaven or or heck in any way. Doesn't make sense. Right? Like that, it's pretty unambiguous. And I I would love to provide these Bible verses, but I I don't know them off the top of my head. Um, It's probably in one of my posts somewhere Um, or a comment on um, the. The Inc Media um, IG uh, channel, learnnet channel, but the profile. Um, so I don't believe there's a bunch of dead people out there like influencing influencing our lives somehow or directly. So I'm not sure what to make of that. Maybe if these people believe that ghosts of people are walking around, like sh- sure, but Judgment Day isn't here yet, so nothing is going to rise so far as humans you know, humans who have souls, until the day Jesus Christ comes back. So that, that's how I see it. The dead rise only on that time. And then we all go to heaven, or, or unfortunate souls who go the other way. And then the message said, it feels really bad, especially at this time of year. I'm assuming you're talking about, like, Christmas? And, um, you know, again, as a cliche, uh we do not believe in Christmas. And what that means is it's a religious holiday with very clear religious origins. And the religion I'm talking about are non-Christian or- origins, a.k.a. pagan. And again, you can Google this pretty easily, where it came from. And yeah, it's you can argue it's not pagan anymore, right? But it, it evolved into something Christian. But the only reason it evolved into something Christian is because the authorities at the time wanted to integrate pagans into their religion so you you create a guy who's three in one right jesus christ three in trinity and you give him a holiday that looks a lot like their holiday but now you're just celebrating the birth of this guy that you made up again you can look in history books i'm not making this up it really is there um so uh, yeah we don't really observe any religious holiday things like new year's i mean I think almost every culture in the world celebrates New Year's. It's not religion, right? Birthdays, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, um, stuff like that. So, you, you know, you want to be like the rest of your family. And I can definitely sympathize and understand that. If if you if you don't have that desire and, and you're not willing to put the effort in, you, you never will be. You're, you're going to stay where you are. If you want to move up, You got to talk to people. You got to find somebody who knows what they're talking about, preferably who knows science and stuff like that, who can basically give you an alternative explanation to how things came to be and the plausibility of God, an omniscient being, and how a lot of things can never be explained by science, but God can, right? There's a lot of things science assumes that we cannot. Proof, but we all take that for granted. We all believe, for example, yesterday happened, right? Based on your texts or messages or a boo-boo when you were shaving or your memory of yesterday. But you know, you could argue like we're all in a virtual simulation. Those are those memories were just put into your mind, right? And all the physical evidence were just made yesterday or today. Like everything was made today. Your life literally began today, yesterday, you were nothing, and all the memories of that to your birth were just uploaded into your brain, okay? There's no way in science and in logic and in physics that you can say, I'm wrong, because in order to prove that I'm wrong, you'd have to go to the next dimension, right? Through time, but we can't do that. We're stuck in three dimensions. And, uh, but that is something everyone assumes, right? That yesterday happened and tomorrow will happen, but we can't prove it. That's a really great example of metaphysics, uh, physics of physics. In other words, everyone believes no proof. So why can't you believe in an omniscient God or being that created everything with no scientific proof? Right? I can prove prove it other ways through the Bible, right? Um, but again, definitely seek someone who knows what they're talking about both religion and science and bring your questions i invite you to go to incmedia.org that's my religions website find uh, some articles on christmas i'm pretty sure you could just type in christmas into the search function watch the videos read the articles if you still have questions there's a contact page and basically you tell them where you are geographically and the nearest minister will invite you or come to you it will answer your questions either either over you know, email or in person. I mean, in person is harder to do nowadays, but you can definitely communicate with somebody and you're always free to contact me, of course. Okay, so I went way over. That's okay, I'll edit this down. I would love to do more things like this. I really like seeing and hearing about people's stories and uh, their thoughts and perspectives on things. So before we wrap up, I wanted to say uh, happy birthday to my little brother, John, who's turning 29 this week. So you're almost in your 30s and then you can join me and everyone else in our mutual bucket of despair. <laughs> so, not really, I do it's not bad. Um, 30s do change your perspective on things. But yeah, seriously though, I hope you get all the good things you wish, and we love you. Okay, so I am Joshua Sturba. And I got to go because a police officer just knocked on my door and told me my dogs are chasing people on bikes. But that's ridiculous. My dogs don't even know bikes. Don't you forget, you can follow me on Instagram at Joshua.inc.ok and on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you have any questions, feel free to reach me on IG. If you want a shout out, please leave a comment on my most recent IG post. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of acts of 20 love and fate and I will hear you next time